Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today we're discussing Roma 2018, directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Directed and written by Mr. Cuaron. Um, we know him best for directing and writing Gravity. He was also the director of my favorite Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. So, if you've seen any of uh, Quran's work, uh, Children of Men is another one that uh, people are aware of. Um, you know he is a talented, uh, a talented director who comes from uh, Mexican descent. So, Roma 2018 is a movie curated by what was said about 90% of memories from Mr. Quran's um, early childhood. And Roma is the place that they used to live in. It was a middle class, middle to upper class Mexican city. Um, the movie Roma is centered around the maid that lived with them during the 1970s, um, whose name in the movie is Cleo and in real life is Lebo, I believe. Um, so the young actress who plays the maid who we're following, pretty much we're following her storyline and, uh, like a slice of lifestyle, uh, storytelling, um, is played by Yaltsa Apricio. First time actress, I think she does fantastic right out of the gate. There's so many things about this this movie that could be talked about on a technical level, and everything about this technically is an absolute achievement to the point where it feels like you're a fly on the wall, and how the hell did they get these shots? Um, there's tons of one takes, there's very limited close-ups, most of the most of the shots feel like it's a camera sitting on like uh, one of those fans that slowly rotate, and for some reason or or somehow the no matter where the camera is, you're there to capture it, whatever the moment is, right at the right time, and you don't stick with the moment too long because the camera is continuously moving, and. Karan, if you've watched most of his movies, you know he's talented with the camera. So, um, he took his technical achievements from his previous movies and have put them into the slice of life 1970s um, Netflix produced uh, movie centered around. Uh, uh, it's black and white, by the way. Um, centered around this maid, all in Spanish, and it's about a two two hour fifteen minute movie. And with saying all that, like I said, this is probably up for best. It's going to be up for best picture. It's it's technically one of the best best foreign language film. Um, but with saying that, this is not a film for everybody. As a matter of fact, I feel it's 
kind of limited in scope. Um, the fact that there's such a slice of life to the point where it's it's not over-romanticizing the majority of this, this life um, that Cleo lived. Um, it really feels like we are seeing the nuts and bolts of how, of the technicals of the things that she had to go through as uh as a nanny or as a as a maid um and i it's not for everybody this is not for people that are looking for blockbusters this is not the people this is not for people that are looking for action packed jam packed um double stuffed you know whatever with a cherry on top this is not the disney's of the world you know this is not disneyfied it's not a a pleasant look it's not always a pleasant look at, at what's happening um it's always shot beautifully acted amazingly um and it feels like such a real lived in um world could come off as why why are we watching this kind of thing and you want to say oh it's because of this but when you as you go throughout the film it doesn't feel like you're going you're going through a oh my gosh it's slowly you know it's not like a rocky movie where or it's not like a, a movie where the the person you're following is slowly looking up and things are looking hopeful it's looking at kind of the hardships of life, I mean, um, of this particular person's life and a couple others that surround it and, and how the family intertwines with it. And so, um, it's, uh, when all these critics have best movie of the year and, uh, you know, masterpiece, that type of thing, um, written all over the poster, I feel like, it's telling the audiences that this is, you know, going to change, you know, cinema and in your way that you're thinking of uh, absorbing a movie and all of that stuff. And, and, and technically it is. From a storytelling perspective, I don't think it's uh, narratively satisfying to have an audience sit through a lot of the hardships that this maid had to, had to endure. Um, we, from a, a spoiler-free perspective, um, it is an extremely difficult, um, slice of life for this maid that we have to look at, and it, it slowly gets worse as we're, as we're going. It's just like, okay, things don't work out with a guy, okay, something else happens, oh my gosh, this happens too, and oh my gosh, this happens, and we have to sit through this, and I, from a technical perspective, like I've said a hundred times, it's, it is done so well, it's, it's, it, it's one takes that you're sitting there for what feels maybe like five minutes, minutes without the any editing happening, which is incredible. I mean, especially with children actors, um, and I don't believe any of them have been uh, in too many things. Um, maybe one or two television shows for the uh, smaller, for the older kids, but um, a lot of them were 
brand new to the scene. Um, so let me see if I can say anything else. Uh, spoiler free. Basically, it's you know this um, the hardships of the maid sprinkled in with having to deal with this family that can barely keep itself together because the father can't seem to stay around because he's he's um he's un he's uninterested in being a father anymore and so it's kind of this uh double whammy of a storyline going on and there are parallels to the maid and the mother um and their struggles but i mean it's it's kind of subjective to see to see how the audiences are going to react to this um i could see somebody loving this from a technical perspective and uh understanding how it how it ends and then i could see somebody coming out of this and just hating it like why did you why did you make me watch that so um I just want to say that before we have like a full spoiler section because sometimes people will be like, oh, he recommends it. But this is for a type of person that can um, understand the technicals. I feel like this is such a technical savvy movie that the average moviegoer is going to say this is so unlike an ordinary movie. It feels like a like an. 1970s uh, Italian movie at some points. I mean, um, just because it's all all in Spanish, just because it's in black and white, um, and because the camera really just is more like a fly on the wall in the majority of these uh, scenes. It's like we're not quite in the first-person perspective. We're not always getting up close shots of what these people are doing or saying is we're kind of like looking from like afar and uh yeah it's always it's it, it's different in the way it's done and i can see how this is going to be appealing to you know some crowd over the other um let's see anything else anything else the marketing in this must be extremely difficult because um I watched two trailers for it, and it's still, I don't know, it just, it's hard to portray exactly what's going on, it really looks more like an art house film, and you don't exact, I mean, you don't exactly get to see the, how technically savvy this, this movie is, and how, some people might even call this tedious, and when I say that, they might say, like, the camera just is so slow, and I'm, they want it to get to the point kind of thing, and, it's the point is for the camera to be slow. The point is for you to soak in what's happening, kind of thing, and it, and 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 that's not an experience everybody wants to have. So, with saying that, let's jump into the um, spoiler section. Um, anything else before we get in there? Anything else? I was gonna try to find a budget for it, but I don't think I can, given the. Uh, the fact that it's Netflix, um, I don't know. I have seen uh, pretty good marketing in a way for it with uh, the 
screenshots of it like this almost every part of the movie feels like it's a photo from like the 19 a high resolution photo from the 1970s and so that's the one thing about it is is the cinematography in it and and apparently alfonso did it himself which is his first time i I believe he's been a cinematographer but um it it really works with the black and white it just feels like you're watching a moving um moving image from from an old time um let's see uh yeah the actors the actresses even the mom the mom did a wonderful job she's uh played by maria marina de tavira and um i apologize if i said that wrong but she's got some uh, substantial acting creds from other television shows um in mexican theater as well um, we really don't have that many other people in this that are, that are featured. Um, there's a boyfriend in this, his name's George Antonio Guerrero, and he plays really a ter- a, de- a deplorable person, in my opinion, and he does it really well, so I honestly could see him in something else. Um, and I hope he gets his ass kicked in it. Uh... But he did a he did a great job. Um, let's see anybody else. Um, yeah, let's hop into the spoiler section. If you are listening to this, you are about to get spoiled, and you will learn the ins and outs of Roma. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! <laughs> wow. So, watching this, I literally had my hand covering my mouth uh for about the last half of the movie um i was kind of in shock slowly gut like as i was recovering from gut punch after gut punch um the emotional weight that you are having to to that is tolling on you that is tolling on you after this entire movie is so heavy. It uh, we we have to sit and endure through the the scene with um, the pregnancy and, and and you find out that she has a stillborn baby and it's one of the most difficult scenes i've ever had to watch um just linger on on the actor i just was in shock um i read that they've used real nurses real doctors and they only shot at one time but it was so hard to uh to to watch and and absorb Technically, it was done really well, like I said. Um, but I think this is one of the scenes that I'm not sure are going to sit with the audience really well. And I'm not sure how to how do you explain this scene without spoiling the movie, you know? So it's just like you, you have to really tell them that it's it's you're about to sit through a, a depressing ass movie for one thing. I mean... It feels like you're watching her from 
the very beginning, she's sweeping up dog shit to getting pregnant to getting left by the pregnant guy to getting threatened by the pregnant guy to getting almost killed in a riot to having this baby and this is all just from her perspective and then eventually having to conquer the ocean and and oh my gosh it was uh it was a fucking roller coaster ride of emotions watching this and there wasn't ever a part where it felt like it let up honestly um it was just parts where you were really really in it and then there was parts where you just weren't you know overly um emotionally exhausted i mean there it's just gut punch after gut punch like i said and by the end of it i was like i was exhausted um but evidently i've heard that there's a lot of people that can sympathize with this individual and not just on from uh being in a sort of the same situation maybe not you know being in riots and having the boyfriend type stuff but you know uh, serving in middle to upper class household, kind of being uh, treated in a you know not so great manner in many situations, having to um, having to stick with a single family. That's I'm sure that's pretty relatable to to uh, a large audience that 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 does that. Um, it's it's just a story that you really aren't told about that often um i'd say that's one great thing that this story does um i'm not sure if we should have had another female behind the writers um i think it's it's all by alfonso so um i i listened to a few podcasts that some some were just head over heels for the movie and then other podcasts, critics would say they liked the technicals and stuff, but the story was so hard to bear, but it was important to watch. And so, yes, I do find it. it's one of the more important realistic takes on, on someone's life. I don't know if Alfonso's... Uh, made nanny um she um i don't know if she had a stillborn baby but um or if she was in the riot but they said that there's the majority of this movie is based off of um real life so i would um i would bet a lot of it is and that a lot of that type of stuff is a lot more common than people are willing to admit or even uh, shine a light on and uh, I guess you could say that that's one positive I, I, about this I mean it's extremely difficult and I'm not saying I can't wait to see more of these scenes with you know the camera sitting on a pregnancy and it, 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 it not turning out in the best of terms um, but uh, I, I guess it it really does illuminate a different side of life and uh, you feel for her on um, many levels I don't know if she had enough agency in this, um, in this movie. Um, the last scene with uh, Cleo going 
into the water to save the kids. First of all, what maid is le- what maid what what mother is leaving a maid with four kids who are in the ocean that and she, the maid can't swim? It's like that's a that's a double neck. It's like come on, man. I know that's a recipe for disaster. Do not that does not sound smart. Um Yeah, I was just like, what the hell? But, okay, so from a technical perspective, that camera just slowly pans, just like in the riot, slowly pans. And the majority of the movie is slow pans, tilts, or uh, slow dolly shots. Um, But the... The technicals in that last scene are so amazing just with um watching this all go down in one one take is just how the fuck did that happen like it seems like the stars have to align for something like this to happen and and what i had other podcasts talk about them probably having to build some sort of crazy rig for the camera to go up and down into the water seamlessly without it stopping at all and uh, I couldn't imagine having to fucking do that in one take without the camera moving, like, even an inch. I mean, it's so seamless, and it's uh, it's done to perfection. Like I said, it just feels like you're actually in these war- you're in the world because the camera seems so seamless, and there's hardly any editing in, in, in between the scenes, so it doesn't feel like... Um, it doesn't feel like you're watching an actual movie. It feels like you're watching a slice of life. Um, another thing people um, on a couple podcasts had pointed out was how isolated the father was from the rest of the family. And even when he was introduced, you don't even see his face. You see the car. You see how precise he is with trying to pull it in, how detailed it is. You get like 10 different cuts. And that's like one of the first times I think in the movie that you actually get several cuts of uh, what's going on. And just how detailed it is with parking. And finally the mother is just like, fuck it. And she just like fucks that car up. Straight in between two uh, work trucks. And uh, yeah, it's supposed to be... Evidently the car is supposed to be kind of how the family is coping. And it slowly is deteriorating as the movie is going. But um, I guess once they get the new... The new ride, it's kind of a turning of the page kind of thing. and um, Yeah, and so this movie is so different than the most. I mean, I listened to this with uh, headphones on because I had heard that the sound mix was a little bit different. And a lot of people had reported that they had heard in the movie theater what they thought were people behind them talking. And evidently it was the movie that had the sound mix in a way that you could, you you're hearing everything in the background, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm I'm saying that just because the 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 sound in this is so detailed, and evidently like everything from down like to the you know insects to the 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 band that is randomly going down the streets. I mean, what is with that band? I mean, there was a couple of times I was just like, what the hell is going on with this uh, uh, this world that we're in. Um, I, I was also curious if, uh, anyone had tried to do that one standard foot, you know, you know, standing on one foot thing like the wrestler had. And, uh, 
you know, put put their uh, fingers in the air, kind of, with you know, and close their eyes. I mean, it was kind of an interesting thing, and it made me want to, you know, stand up and try it myself. Honestly, it was cool to see Cleo was the one that she was had her chi in line, and she was the one that you know was most like that guy. Um, but uh, one of the last lines is that Cleo did not want her child to come into the world and it's a difficult line and i have mixed emotions how it ended i i'm giving this movie overall like an eight out of ten if i had to rate it uh, but mostly because the technicals would have had an eight or nine but the the way that it was explained that she had she didn't want to have the child was it it didn't really resonate in a way that i was like oh like it all made sense for me kind of thing it was more like oh like i kind of get that but like she was upset about the child but she also wanted the child and then is i never really felt like satisfied ultimately so that's where i was kind of uh you know bringing it down just a tad bit um yeah i just never got that like oh kind of feeling and that it, you know sometimes you need a slightly more resonance resonance to, to understand like oh this is um this is what it is and um i don't know roma is never even spoken throughout the entire movie to my knowledge but it took, I had to do research to find out what it was. And I, I was like, uh, if that was going to be like the kid that was going to be born or the child, um, then I was like, oh, that would have made sense. But that was never explained. So I was thinking the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, I was like, is the maid name Roma? Or, and I'm, I guarantee you people are going to say in five years, you remember that maid Roma, the movie with uh, the maid Roma? And it's like, no, damn it, it's Cleo. And, uh, um, it's just like, um, made it a little bit more difficult to kind of track to see where it was headed. But anyways, um, technically it's, it's a pretty damn good movie from a storytelling perspective. Extremely hard to watch. So hard to watch. Um, all right, everyone, uh, be sure to rate, share, subscribe, Lucky Dog Podcast. We have uh, tons of movies that are coming down the tube. We have Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse, um, Logan Noir, Aquaman 2018, Titans, available on DC, American Vandal Season 1, Daredevil on Netflix, Overlord 2018. We even got into the gaming. We have Red Dead Redemption 2. We have a little bit of Fortnite. We have the Twitch links to follow us and chat with us on uh, the show notes for there. Um, Homecoming on Amazon. We're trying to just get a nice little smorgasbord platter for you to have for this uh, upcoming you know, holiday season and new year. Um, be sure to rate, share, subscribe if you like this podcast. Check out all the other podcasts. Thank you for listening. And take it easy.